This story of an apparent criminal's lack of planning leads to him bringing the wrong thing to a gunfight. Police in Burlington, North Carolina say the homeowner who ended up being the victim in the case was quick to arm himself when he heard 29-year-old William Cowan tried to break in. In fact, he had a shotgun near his bed for just that purpose. Cowan was met with the serious end of the weapon inside the home, armed only with an axe he had picked up outside the property before breaking in. He immediately saw that he was outgunned and outmanned, dropped the axe, and ran away, only to be caught by police two blocks down the street. Who just has an axe laying around, <laughs> you know? I, I guess you don't pick up your tools and put them away. Nonchalantly, just yeah. throw an axe you out know, here. If you were chopping wood, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go in, and I'll come back out later and put that stuff away, and then you forget. I guess. I've never chopped wood. <laughs> Okay. Well, Cliff, <laughs> yes. I'd like to welcome one and all to the Morning Road Show. Yes. The program that is so exciting, we almost wet ourselves so you don't have to. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure I understand that. I'm not that. so sure I understand I, that yeah, either. I don't, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't think I understand what that means. You ever wanted to just stick it to the man, Cliff? <laughs> Frequently, yes, yes, as a matter of fact. Yes. Well... <laughs> This story is sticking it to the man. Sticking it to the man. Yes. Okay. Former McDonald's employee yeah. said that he secretly handed out an extra chicken McNugget at McDonald's for two years. <laughs> You'd order the 10-piece. And he would give you 11. He would give you 11. <laughs> and he was sticking it to the man for two years. Okay. And he's been called a hero. Yeah. Also, St. Nuggets. St. Nuggets. Yes. <laughs> A possible would-be Nobel Prize award winner. Uh-huh. And my favorite thing, Cliff. What's that? The Robin Hood of Nugs. <laughs> you know, we kind of stick it to the man here on the Morning Road Show. We do. How, yes. how do we do that? How well, do we, as in you and myself, how do we stick it to the man? I know that it's been a secret yeah. that Cliff has not even been aware of. But really? for years. You've been holding out on me? Yes. Years and years, Cliff. Yeah. I've been slipping in an extra song every hour right here on this program. Wow. Yes. You never knew, did you? No. So you're Saint Song. Weed, it's never a good thing to get shot, of course. Even though the injuries might be non-life-threatening, they're still going to be bleeding. There's more than likely going to be surgery and a risk of infection, a long recovery process, and it's going to hurt a lot. But there is one gunshot wound that stings especially bad. It's when you shoot yourself accidentally. And if you accidentally shoot yourself like this guy in Wake County, North Carolina, it's going to sting especially bad, as the guy in this particular case, unidentified, shot himself in the leg Sunday afternoon, taken to the hospital, non-life-threatening injuries, and the sheriff there now says he's going to make a full recovery. But it will be a while before he's able to go back to work as a firearms education and safety instructor. <laughs> it would be hard for me not to be mad, Cliff, if I went to the hospital and yeah. a gunshot wound, and they said it's non-life-threatening. No. <laughs> no, this is not normal. <laughs> we have a point there. This is not, this is not my normal day. You're <laughs> shooting yourself in the leg. Carrying lead around in my leg. No. <laughs> it's unbelievable to me, Cliff, the hospital story you had there. That someone can forget the third step of, of sterilizing the, of the equipment. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. You it would, was uh, incredulous to me that 
It's, it's a procedure. Think that would be yeah pretty well burned in your memory if that was your job. And you There's know, three parts to this. <laughs> three. It's not like there's a 27 step process. No, there's three. Three. Yes. <laughs> and it's bad enough when you have to go to a doctor and they yeah. run any test on you. Yeah. And I don't care if it's free. If they're looking for a list of diseases on your test, <laughs> that's a bit scary. They may look anyway yeah. whenever no, they yeah. do test on you. You just yeah. don't know it. I mean, that, well, I mean, it's it, you, it might be listed on a piece of paper, but it might be um, some kind of a code name or something, you know, like a, a chem panel. What's a chem panel? I know that's a thing that they, when they do a, a blood test, they will do something called a chem panel. And you're looking for something, a long list of stuff that they, t- that they look for. But no one really knows what all that is. But I'm sure if it was a red flag, you'd find out about it pretty quick. I would hope so. Well, maybe you wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't. Well, that's true. Head hospital, who knows? My apologies to our winner of the Zach Brown tickets this morning. That was classic. That was, it was sad. And so what's going on? We have a large number of uh, ticket giveaways to do today. So we're not putting people on the air not or, off the bat, anyway. Uh, maybe later. later. Yes. But this particular winner, we just took their name off of. We just took them off the air. Yes. Just, you talked to them while we're off the air. But did you have to say the first thing that came out of your mouth? Congratulations, you're number two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> but we do want to congratulate our winner. What was his name? I don't know if you know if he wants it announced yes, now sir. after that. But it's Wayne Myers from Arthur. Okay. He is our second winner this morning, Stephen Breivogel from Elberfeld. One okay. of the first pair of now, Zach Brown Did you call tickets. him number two as well? I did well? not. Well, we <laughs> were going for number five on that Oh, that one. time you went for five. And I don't know if there's that many functions for, to, to go for wow. five. But yeah. Wayne Myers, congratulations. You're number two. Yeah. <laughs> In anticipation of our gobble fest, Cliff. I also, Wait, it has a name now? Yes, it's the Gobblefest. Gobblefest. Yes. I like that. It's where we're going to eat like crazy over the uh, Thanksgiving well, holiday. I, d- I wouldn't necessarily say I have a goal in mind. I just want to see what happens. I have a goal in mind. Okay. I'm going to eat like crazy. Okay. So I thought, well, if I do that, yeah. I'm going to have to possibly lose a few pounds afterwards. So I Googled up workout yeah. ideas. I know that's against <laughs> Wait, my religion. Whoa, whoa. And I don't think our so-called health experts get yeah. it. You don't. One of the suggestions that okay. came up was yeah. play badminton. It burns 240 calories an hour. Okay. I'm supposed to go out, Cliff, and set up a badminton net in my yard and yeah. get my buddies over to play a little bit of badminton. <laughs> I might as well invite them over for group ballet with tutus. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's not the man least of games now, is it? No. My buddies were like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And the other one they suggested yeah. was yeah. downhill skiing, which it does burn a ton of calories. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 600 calories an hour. Okay. I'm a little bit scared of downhill skiing. Well. I kind of want to try it sometime, but I have to find the right person to go with. Oh, you do? Huh? I have to find a person okay. who can't ski either. <laughs> because I don't want to be on my butt all day long while they're skiing around me having a good time. I want somebody. And there you are. I I want yeah. someone down there with me all day long. So. Oh, and the other suggestion. I almost forgot this one. Besides downhill skiing. And badminton. Is what? Go shopping. 
and park as far away from the entrance as possible (laughs) and swiftly walk into the store. Okay. (laughs) That way, Cliff, I can begin my sweat-soaked walk down the aisle because I'll be perspiring like crazy. Have, Have you ever been in the mall when those walkers are in there? You know, because certain times of the day when it's not busy, it's kind of open for people to walk. Have you ever been in there while I'm, that's going I've on? I've not been in there when that's You happened. better stay out of the way because they will run your butt down. <laughs> well, that's another group I don't need to be in then, isn't it? Huh? Just get out of the way because there's some walkers coming I'll through. be the guy hanging on the yeah. seats in the middle of the mall <laughs> having a heart attack. We've already talked about how much money was spent by the state of South Dakota on an anti-drug advertising campaign. You might remember they wanted the public there to know, and I quote, Meth, we're on it. (laughs) As it turns out, they stepped in it with the other foot as well, as that state's Office of Highway Safety has decided now to cancel a campaign to remind drivers to be safe when they're on the snow-packed roadways this fall. Billboards around South Dakota in recent weeks have been plastered with those reminders, especially to avoid making sudden wheel movements on slick roads. They all carry the hashtag, don't jerk and drive. Highway officials thought the campaign might jack up interest in the dangers of navigating snowy roads, but in the end, pulled the ad saying they might rub some people the wrong way. The best advice is just to not drive on (laughs) snowy roads. Well, in South Dakota, if you avoided driving on snowy roads... You'd probably be able to drive, I don't know, like three months a year. <laughs> what else are you going to do there? Let's go to the phone line and okay. see who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? Uh, Molly Crane. Molly, where are you from? Mount Carmel. Okay, you ready to try to win these tickets? Yes. Now, are you a huge, huge Reba fan? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't sound <laughs> like a huge fan. Stuff from way back, I'm probably not going to know it, but yeah. Well... well. <laughs> No, no, no. no. We're, not, we're not asking you necessarily anything about Reba. No, no. Okay. It, we're just going to, I'm going to Thro- throw out a statement. Is it true or did he make it up? Okay. And if you get it right, yeah. you're going to go. How's that? Oh, that's great. All right, Molly, here it is. There are about 16 million thunderstorms around the world every year. Now, is that true? Did I just make that up? Um, I don't know. True. Well, I don't know, Molly, but you just won two tickets to Reba there. Wow. That's true. Oh God, well done. Well done. I'm well, so excited. Well, I am glad you are, Molly. You have a great time at the concert in March. Cliff, yes. do you think as Christmas gets a little bit closer than it is now that mm-hmm. we could convince our wonderful 11 listeners to send in pictures on our Facebook page of their stockings? Do you think that's possible, Cliff? Well, if, if we ask people to, you know plan ahead instead of doing things at the last minute and remind them periodically as stockings go up, then we could very well get lots of pictures of people's stockings. I think we ought to do that. Okay. And I bring this up because, yeah. well, a couple of reasons. Number one, stockings yeah. are an integral part of your Christmas decorating. Okay. Almost everybody wants to put them out just perfectly aligned across the mantle and then fill them up with some stuff like toothpaste and beef jerky. <laughs> That's what happens. No, you're right. But this stocking here is off the yeah. chart good. It's a five-foot-long cooler stocking. 
A cooler. Yes. A stocking that's a cooler. Yes, and it's made by Bush Beer. Okay. And it's available for you. You can fill that bad boy up with yeah. 12 beers of your choice. It doesn't have to be Bush. And yeah. it'll keep it cold mm-hmm. for four hours right there on your really? mantle. Yes. Bush is calling it the perfect gag gift. <laughs> and I'm saying there's nothing funny about this, Cliff. Nothing. No. Just fill that thing up. It costs you $20, and you can buy... Well enough for the entire family at twenty dollars a stocking, right? You're there, absolutely Cliff. right. Yeah, and, and get the everybody a right. five dollar or five <laughs> foot long cooler stocking. Maybe, you know, you know, they when they said it was a gag gift, maybe they were talking about what you'll do once you drink the bush beer. Well, that could be yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, Cliff, if this doesn't sound like Christmas morning heaven, yeah, I don't know what yeah, it is. Cause because what's more Christmassy than cracking a cold one right out of your stocking? Yes, never done that before, have you? No, I can't say that I have. I'm telling you, Cliff, I need an anti-Reba stick to beat people off (laughs) from wanting to win these tickets so bad they can't stand it. I'm telling you, it's crazy on the text messaging here. Yeah. I mean, how many you got left? When are you going to do it again? And I'm like, all the details. All the details. And I'm like, I don't know. They just kind of pop up whenever they pop. But we'll just say this. What's that? We're going to do the next Reba giveaway. Yeah. 9.06 9.06 this morning. Okay. Okay? 9.06. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to mention any names. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention the discussion. Yeah. But I will have to admit, Cliff, yeah. from a text message discussion I've had recently, yeah. there is a certain person listening that I sure as heck hope gets through the phone line. Now, <laughs> no. I'm not going to rig it up so they oh, do. No. Don't no, get no, me you, wrong. No, you won't do that. I won't do that. Yeah. But if they get through the phone <laughs> line... <laughs> Uh, They'll probably wish they hadn't had that conversation with yeah. us. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Something else, Cliff. What's that? Larry King. I forgot to mention this. Oh, Tuesday, Larry King, Larry okay. King turned 86. Yeah. And he finally looks now his age. <laughs> when he was in his 50s, he looked like he was 86. And I got to thinking about that. Yeah. How horrible would it be to be 86 years old and some smarty get you a cake with 86 candles on it? You're 86 years old. Yeah. You can't possibly blow all those suckers out. You'd have to whip out the leaf blower at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That could turn bad. There goes the candle. And there goes the drapes. Every single year at this time, they come out with the safety list of the worst toys for the holiday season that you could buy your youngsters. Yes. We've we've discussed that before. Yes. And topping the list this year, Cliff, and I think you'll know why, it's the Show Me How to Vape Elmo. (laughs) There's no need to purchase that. Nobody needs to be doing that. That's right. Kids will learn that on their own anyway. Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't buy that toy. No. It's at the top of the list for a reason. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. And for the next several days, Cliff, we decided we would dispel myths about thanksgiving that's right so these facts over the next few days are all about thanksgiving things that are true that no one thinks is accurate or that are actually true or you thought were true and they're false and they're false today myth number two thanksgiving was about family that's what everyone believes we all gathered around a big long table and sat down to a big celebratory dinner Yes. All of the family. Yes. The community. You can kind of forget about it being a family holiday. Maybe it wasn't like that at all? Not at all. What was it like? It wasn't over the river and through the woods to <laughs> grandmother's house we'd go, put away your Norman Rockwell paintings and Bing yeah. Crosby, yeah. 
Thanksgiving yeah. was actually a multicultural community event. Okay. Think about it. If it had been all about family and everyone coming over to your shack, yeah. the pilgrims would never have invited the... Um, Native Mar- Americans? That's exactly right, to join them in the festivities. <laughs> Is that not true? Well, no, that's absolutely true. So and all... No. Did, they actually did invite the Native Americans? They actually did invite them, okay. and some of them they, showed up. Some of them showed up. Yes. Probably now wish they hadn't. Probably wished, <laughs> yes. You're exactly right there. All of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. Beat people off. Number two. We almost wet ourselves so you don't have to. I don't understand that one still. <laughs> I still don't figure it out. Although I do understand the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. You said it to one of our listeners today. Congratulations. You're number two. Sorry about that, Wayne. <laughs> it just popped out. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.